You're listening to Backstage at Lyric, the podcast that takes you behind the scenes at Lyric Opera of Chicago. Backstage at Lyric features in-depth interviews with singers, conductors, and creative talents at one of the world's great opera companies. For additional podcast interviews, subscribe to our RSS feed or visit us online at lyricopera.org. Actors Mary Ernster and Bernie Yvonne are backstage at Lyric. It's it's inspiring to to listen to Elizabeth and Roger mm. and and the others because they just they have such command of their instruments. It's really been a delight to sort of mingle the the dynamics of the dancers and the opera singers and then us schlemiels who do you know a little bit of everything. <laughs> <The> circus performers. <laughs> I think they're going to eat it up. I, I think there's some nice surprises in it. It's it's romantic, it's lighthearted, and it's it's really beautifully sculpted and in three very distinct acts. Thank you for downloading this episode of Backstage at Lyric. I'm Roger Pines of Lyric Opera of Chicago. This season, Lyric Opera is presenting a new production of Lehar's The Merry Widow. The characters include three diplomats and their wives, who, in Lyric's production, are being portrayed by brilliantly talented Chicago-based actors. They're all making their Lyric debuts in this production. They include Mary Ernster as Sylvian and Bernie Ivan as Bogdanovich. These two recently spoke with George Preston, my colleague from the Lyric Opera broadcasts. Before we get to their conversation, here's a brief synopsis of The Merry Widow. At a party at the Petrovinian Embassy in Paris, Camille de Rossillon confesses his love to Valenciennes, the ambassador's young wife. A guest arrives, Hannah Glavari, the widow whose wealth represents much of Petrovinia's net worth. The ambassador, Baron Zeta, is desperate for Hannah to marry a Petrovinian in order to keep that wealth in the country. To discourage Camille's advances, Valenciennes suggests he marry Hannah. The embassy attaché, Count Danilo, once loved Hannah, but she was then penniless, and his aristocratic family considered her unacceptable. Now that Hannah is rich, Danilo refuses to join other men who desire her only for her money. During a party at Hannah's, amorous intrigues abound, the final result being that Hannah announces her engagement to Camille. Danilo bitterly retreats to his favorite Paris hangout, Maxime's. Hannah hosts a party there where Danilo demands she not marry Camille for the sake of her country. She and Danilo finally confess their love. Hannah's husband's will stipulates that if she remarries, her wealth would revert to the state. Despite her impoverished future, Danilo is overjoyed to marry her as Zeta and Valenciennes are reconciled. Now, on to George Preston's conversation with actors Mary Ernster and Bernie Yvonne. I hope you enjoy it. So, Bernie Yvonne, Bernie George Yvonne. That's right, yes. <laughs> and Mary Ernster. Mm-hmm. No middle name? Sophia. Mary Sophia Ernster. Yeah. Mary Sophia Ernster. <laughs> you guys are actors. Yes, we are. And do you also sing? Yes. Yes. Yes, we do. We actually had to audition to be able to be in this play <laughs> or this opera. But we're pretty much um, from the world of musical theater, so mm-hmm. it's kind of a. Uh, uh, exciting for us to be here. Yes, it is. A little very. bit out of our element, but but having a great time. And you play a married couple mm-hmm. in this show. Correct. And and what's your game in the Merry Widow? 
Well, uh, the Merry Widow is from this uh, made-up country of Petrovenia, and I am a military attaché to the embassy of Petrovenia in Paris. And, so, and Mary plays my wife, and there are three couples who sort of represent the military and political side of things in this story. And they actually don't want the Mary Widow to get married outside of the country because they'll lose her millions and the country will be bankrupt. So we're, we're kind of sticking the muds, <laughs> hoping that she doesn't have too much fun in Paris. But it is an opera, and we're having, you know, we're in the ball. We go to the ball. We dance. We sort of comment on the behavior of both Hannah and Danilo because he's our uh, countryman, and he's supposed to save our country and all of from financial disaster by getting her to marry somebody who's a Petrovenian perhaps instead of him, a, and <laughs> perhaps him eventually. But um, so we we kind of you know a, a little bit of a Greek chorus who follow the action and sort of comment on it and and get cut, swept up in it as well. I mean, the women, the wives, are all as enamored of Danilois. As anybody is, mm-hmm. and uh, we sort of have some flirtatious moments with him, and so it's you know it's basically a, a smaller microcosm of court life or embassy life. Right. Have you worked with Gary Griffin before? Yes, I think all I six of us have mm-hmm. that uh, that are these musical theater strangers. I actually um, did uh, Gary's very first directing job was at a small theater in Highland Park called Apple Tree Theater, and it was a musical called Where's Charlie? It's the musical version of Charlie's aunt. Right. And uh, so Gary and I go back quite a ways. Yeah. And Susan Moniz, another of the wives, and I uh, did the two leads in The Goodbye Girl for him last year. And next year I'm playing Harold Hill in The Music Man that he's directing. So Terrific. We love working with we him. Love he's Gary. just he's... a great guy and a wonderful director. So, And how is this different from other acting gigs? For one thing... You're not miked. Exactly. That's the, that's a big difference. I mean, yep. and an orchestra that is the size of the uh, Lyric Opera Orchestra is, is phenomenal. We f- we do have to uh, project, but you know, I mean, in a in a straight play, you're rarely miked too. So on the Goodman stage, you don't you don't you don't get to talk like this with a you know no microphone. So we are trained to project. And it is somewhat of a misconception that you don't project even when you do have a mic. Um, it it is enhancement to your natural voice. And, of course, then right. whether there's an orchestra that's heavy brass or something and you have to sing over that, then it, it helps. But that's where we're trained, really, is to... Yeah, and also the acoustics here are so phenomenal amazing. that we don't need them. It's it's amazing. And oftentimes we'll wear them in, in musicals because, say, it's in the round or the stage wasn't meant to to have a musical on its stage, so so it's compensating for deficiencies sometimes in the theater, or you know. Uh, so this one we just don't need it, and right, it's this really this huge, gorgeous amazing. opera house where you don't need microphones. It's kind of wonderful. So. Is it a kind of a sense of? Uh, of release for you then. It's free, sure, really. Sure, yeah. yeah. And it, it's thrilling just to hear these gorgeous voices all around us. Oh, it's it's inspiring to, to listen to Elizabeth and Roger mm. and, and the others because they just, they have such command of their instruments. It's really been a delight to sort of mingle the, the dynamics of the dancers and the opera singers and then us schlemiels who do, you know, a little bit of everything. <laughs> the circus performers. <laughs> do you think... Opera singers and actors are fundamentally different animals in some way? I, I think they're uh, 
historically they perhaps were. It seems to, that they are coming closer and closer all the time. These these leads in this in this opera are terrific actors. So it's really refreshing. And we kind of, as singers, we also feel that an actor is an actor is an actor. So I, I think it's it's kind of nice when you see everyone paying attention to both sides of the coin. Of course, here, music is king. Uh, but Gary has brought to the table a real sense of wanting the storytelling told through the dialogue as well as the music. So And everybody is by more than up to the challenge. Absolutely. You know, so... What are your favorite moments in this piece? Uh. <laughs> I love listening to the duets. I mean, the the, the Stephen and um, Andriana have some beautiful duets. I mean, the voice blending is just gorgeous. It's fun, and and the two leads, of course, have gorgeous voices, and it's fun to just listen to that grandness to the music you know i mean lehar has just a, got a, got a, a wonderful sense of the sweep of human emotion and in, in the way he writes his music but it's also fun to watch the dancers i mean the, there's some folk dancing in here and uh danny has done a great job of getting that sort of slovenian feel to it it's fun to watch the danny dancers. Pelzing, yes the right, choreographer um, For me, I, I I could listen to Elizabeth sing Vilia oh, twenty four hours a, a day. Yeah, that's it's a exquisite. And then also seeing the humor in in this piece come through is really kind of fun and different. So I'm I'm getting a kick out of that. How do you think audiences are going to react? I think they're going to eat it up. I, I think there's some nice surprises in it. It's it's romantic, it's lighthearted, and it's it's really beautifully sculpted and in three very distinct acts. So they'll be they'll be looking forward to what's coming next. And I think Roger has a a, a real sense of the absurd and kind of comic element to Donny though. <laughs> he isn't the he's swashbuckling but he's also funny. You know, he will do very a little shtick. And you know, get a little silly with his body vocabulary, and it's it's really it, there's a little bit of everything for everybody. I think they'll really enjoy it. Well, there have been a lot of different types of Danilos, yes. Maurice yes. Chevalier, right, included, right, absolutely, know. yeah. And when you're done with this show, what's next for you? And you have this Harold Hill and Music Man coming up. What else? Yeah, that's uh, later in the year. I'm also doing a production of I Do, I Do, a musical. Uh, Another Robert Preston That's piece. right. I don't know. <laughs> I, I'm heading in that direction as I, as I get a little older. Uh, so I've got some work cut out for me, memorizing those lines. That's true. I just finished uh, doing a production of The Light in the Piazza at the Marriott Theater, so that was a huge highlight for me. It was a, a marvelous role, a gorgeous score, uh, and we just had a wonderful time with that. So, And we've, we've decided to stay here for the next few years and we'll be in as many operas as we can because <laughs> they treat you so beautifully. <laughs> we love it here. <laughs> well, Bernie, Yvonne, and Mary Ernster, thank you so much for joining us for the broadcast. Thank Our pleasure. You. Our pleasure. You've been listening to Backstage at Lyric, the podcast that takes you behind the curtain at Lyric Opera of Chicago. For additional interactive content and to order tickets, visit us online at lyricopera.org.